Hello there, Mr. Rabbi. <laughs> All kidding aside, our topic right now is going to be the intermingling, which seems to happen more and more frequently around the world, and now in the United States, of religion and government. Uh, separation of church and state is something that we used to say was a very important thing until somebody you didn't agree with got elected. And then all of a sudden it became an issue. What are your thoughts? Politics and religion are a toxic mix. And we have the internet. You, I challenge and all of you out there, go look up. Go look up all the wars that were started that were finished, that began, that intermingled politics and religion. None of them ever had a good outcome. And that's because people don't want to interject religion. They want to interject their religion, their understanding of that religion, and exclude anyone else who has a different opinion. There, That's the problem. It's not Introducing religion into politics, it's a problem. I can't think of any religious teaching that should not be injected into politics and is contraindicated. What I find, though, is people don't want to interject the religious teachings. They want they want to use it to promote their view. It's backwards, if you will. They start with their position, then they go looking for religious justification. Uh, we did a series on the Sermon on the Mount and the parallels in Judaism. Perfect. I don't think there was any element in the Sermon on the Mount that was contraindicated in Judaism or Islam or Buddhism or Hinduism. I'm not disagreeing with you, but whenever this topic comes up, what we usually come down to is uh, we want our leadership in government to be moral and just. And then that definition of what is moral and just on a personal level is often interpreted by religion and our perspective. For example, I'm sure there are people, including PETA, who wouldn't be happy with sacrificing a goat on a religious holiday. But a religious holiday, goat sacrifice is required in certain sects of the country. But the same defense is used by snake handlers in the Appalachians who want people to be able to stick their children in baskets with rattlesnakes. Where do you draw that fuzzy, squirmy line? No, no, it's not fuzzy and squirmy. You just drew it. Where it involves harm to another individual where someone's coerced. If there's a group that wants to sacrifice a goat and whatever the local public health laws that area are, they do it in the privacy of their compound. No one is hurt. No one's coerced. Now, forcing a child's hand into a snake is coercion. You are forcing someone else to be exposed to something. And I think part of the problem is we're hiding behind these general statements. It's obvious when people are being coerced, when someone's being harmed by it. And no one is requiring anyone else to sacrifice a goat. And, and therein 
lies the problem. Politicians want all of us to follow their religion. Instead of saying, my religion, we sacrifice, let's say, we don't make a goat, we'll do a lamb for Passover. My belief in Judaism, we sacrifice a lamb for Passover. But you don't have to do that. I don't want you to even follow it. Too often, whoever has this view wants everyone to do what they're doing. And again, it's not a fuzzy line. There's a very clear line. Sure, but what happens when when your faith says, I must go and convince sinners for their own good and redemption to avoid the fiery pits of hell, so I must talk to them every day uh, and follow them into their houses and and, uh, knock on their front doors. I think there's something called the common good, hence the Commonwealth of Virginia. For the common good, we set up some rules. And one of them would be, that may be your calling. And for us to live together as a country, we're not going to permit it. Not because your message is wrong, not because you're a bad person. But in order for us to live together, we need speed limits. We need stop signs. We need certain rules by social convention. And we can discuss it. I think that's perfectly reasonable to discuss. And, uh, you know, if you feel obligated to teach me, why don't you have an open session at the bowling alley? Buy me a beer and a free string of bowling and I'll listen to you. You don't necessarily have to come. So we're right back again to the goal. It doesn't have to be done your way. We can do your goal. You, I will hear your message but not as an invasion of my privacy, but I will hear your message. I want to. So it's all can be done. We focus on the goal and we agree that we have to live together as human beings. And there are certain boundaries we set. Well, the onion can be sliced very thin sometimes. And again, I'm not sure it's always so clear. And yes, I believe there's great accuracy in what you are saying but there's also interpretation and that's the problem that well that's why we pay our politicians so much money and well, we have to pay to get them elected and then once we elect them we have to pay them to stay in office and do what we say but thank you rabbi you're very welcome joe no one's paying you but you're still in charge of my perspective on the government Thank you very much. I would offer up the history of the universe, pick any time, any place, and start Googling what happened to countries, politicians, and people when a specific religion in one specific form took over. You'll see the outcome was never good.